Hey guys, it's Kenzie, and welcome back to the Keep It Colorful podcast. Today, I am joined here with... With Kyle, all the way from Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah, so we are trying this new feature where we are having a podcast, even though we're like hundreds of miles (laughs) apart. Not sure how it's going to work, but we're trying it. So Kyle is the host of the Galaxy Brain podcast. I definitely recommend you go check it out. He's got some good stuff on there. But today we are going to be talking about relationships. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So I have a list of eight questions that we're both going to take some time to answer. We've both been in relationships before. And as you guys know, I'm currently in a relationship right now. So we're not experts on the subject, (laughs) but we do have some expertise. Okay. Let's get right into it. First question. Is there value in dating slash relationships? Is there value in dating slash relationships, just like in general? Yeah, like, do you find value in it? I mean, I do. I think um having a having a partner in your life is important. Um, obviously, it's not the end all be all because any any relationship is really vital. But just talking about like kind of a dating relationship, um, it gives you someone that you can talk to and vent to without like, and normally in a normal you know, loving trip, it gives you something to vent to. And someone that will be there for you no matter what. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I think there's definitely value in... I think there's value in anything that you put... Oh, my God, my computer. I think there's value in anything that you put value in. And so relationships kind of fall into that category. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, not everybody has, like, loving parents or... So when they get in a relationship, sometimes it's, like, the first time that they've been able to actually, like, talk about feelings and talk about anything that's going on in their lives so yeah relationships are definitely valued we're blessed enough to have like friends and a loving family but not everyone has that right yeah Uh, so it's it's i think there's a lot of value in having a relationship for sure all right for sure uh next question are there stages in a relationship so i've actually thought about this a lot and i'm very curious to see what you have to say so i have a few relationship stages if you will listed out things such as the talking stage the honeymoon stage and the comfort stage are a few that i found and i also have heard myself so i'm just curious like your thoughts on that well no there's definitely a talking stage in the beginning before you guys start dating where like you're not exclusive because you're not official but like if you go and talk to somebody else, like, it's frowned upon, clearly frowned upon by both right. people. So, there's definitely a talking stage. Um, there's definitely, I agree with the honeymoon phase. Like, that's definitely a thing. Like, in the beginning, you don't fight with your partner, like, ever. Oh, yeah. And because you don't see any of their, like, well, quote-unquote flaws. Like, you don't see right. anything wrong just, with them. You're so excited to be in this new relationship. You're like, oh, my goodness. Like, I am. I'm dating this person. This is so fun. Like, you get to share your life with somebody else. So it's, like, it's literally a honeymoon. No, yeah, exactly. And that's, like, like, there's nothing wrong with not fighting. There's nothing wrong with fighting. Like, fighting is just naturally going to happen in a relationship. But during the honeymoon phase, like, you don't find anything to fight about. Right. Until your first fight. And that's when the honeymoon phase normally ends. Right, right, right. And then we have, we have the, this is kind of, like, I put this in there, the comfort phase. That's, Mm -hmm. I I kind of feel like that's what I'm in now. It's, like, you get used to having that person around and sometimes that can take an extreme of like you don't start doing you kind of like let go of things like flirting and getting to know each other and learning more about each other but also that's a good thing because you're comfortable with the person you're with and you can you can truly share who you are with them yeah the one thing i'll say about also the fighting as well is like 
Um, even when you're out of the honeymoon phase, like, you should not be fighting all the time. Like, it still has to be, like, it's still healthy. Yeah. Like, just like, because you fight doesn't mean that it's an unhealthy relationship. Fighting exactly. Makes it unhealthy. But, but like, like, when, like, a, you're going to bicker back and forth. I mean, you're, like, you bicker with your siblings. Like, when you spend a lot of time with somebody or you talk to somebody that much, you're bound to b- argue over dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, yeah, the, as a, for, like, the comfortable stage, it definitely is a thing. And, like, there's definitely more, like, like you said, like, you guys don't go out as much. You like staying in more. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because, like, you like being around each other. Yeah. And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But then it makes some times where you, like, go out and, uh, and more exciting. It makes it more exciting. Yeah. And you find comfort in each other's presence. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next question. What are the love languages? So, actually, I uh, took the liberty of looking them up. Thank so you. So, we have, we have five love languages. Five. Uh, okay. The first one is words of affirmation, so kind kind compliments, things like that, saying things like, you're so beautiful, you're so handsome, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, number two is gifts, so I think we all know what that is, giving the your significant other gifts. The third one is acts of service, so the actual act of doing something for someone else. Number four is quality time, which we kind of just touched on, is spending time with that person. And then number five is physical touch, which is probably one of the most talked about love languages i would say i think that so, one's the most polarizing either like you're super into yeah i for think sure. that one's the most polarizing like you'll see two people on both sides and not a lot of people in the middle on it yeah for sure for sure um so the follow-up question to this is what is what do you think your love language is um i feel like i feel like i definitely lean more towards um like touches definitely i'm very like i don't really like people invading my personal space that i don't know i'm very like i don't like that but like when i'm in a relationship i like it when like like cuddling and stuff like that but i also when i like i like doing stuff for other people not just giving gifts but like i like the big flamboyant stuff like you go signs and stuff like that like uh, romantic stuff you know what i mean like go make big gestures that kind of stuff i like i love that so that what was that for the fourth one um, that was the third one, acts of service. Third one, thank you. Acts of service. I think that's the one that I'm, I fall into more. I think that for me personally, I definitely fall into category two, which is gifts. I love <laughs> buying people gifts. It's probably my favorite pastime. Um, I definitely, like you said, uh, physical touch is very polarizing. It's very one or the other. You kind of wow. fall on either side. I would definitely say in years prior, you can probably attest to this. In years prior, I was very against physical touch. PTA yeah. is the most disgusting thing in the world to me, or at least it used to be. And in current relationships and just in like currently in myself, physical touch is not something I struggle with as much in relationships and out of like emotional um, and romantic relationships. It's not something I struggle with as much, but it definitely is still something that like I see people holding hands and I get like a little chill down my spine for a second. And then I kind of cool out again. I'm like, all right, it's not that big of a deal. Kenzie, like take a deep breath. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. That was definitely a thing that, and it's something that you've uh, grown and gotten better with. Yeah. And actually I, I just found this out. I didn't know this was a thing, but there's actually tests that you can like Google and look up that you, I just, I'm seeing it in front of me uh, that you can Google and look up and find out like based off of questions, what your love language is. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Like, you guys should let us know what yours is. Like take the test and then let us know. Oh yeah. Cause I'm super curious. And I think that yeah. 
even in the individual five categories, there are like subcategories, which is super cool. So like everyone kind of takes in their own interpret interpretation of the category, which could be cool. So yeah, and like we should take it and then make a post about it so everyone knows for a fact which one we are, you know? Yeah, because yeah. we, we think that we're one too. thing. But what if we take it? Yeah, like poll thing and see. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah, we'll it's... put a poll up because I'm curious. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely more curious. Okay. Uh, so poll for the love languages. Moving on. Um, do you have, okay, so this is one that I put on my question list because I know I have an answer to this. Mm-hmm. Do you have a relationship flaw? If so, what? Like, I'll go first because I know my answer. Just one question so I can think about it, like a personal one for me or like what other people do it? Um, no, like a personal flaw. Like what is your yeah. personal relationship yeah. flaw? So I know mine is definitely that I tend to push people away. I do this out of relationships too. When I get emotional or a little bit like uh, stressed out and things get difficult for me, I tend to push people away, which in friendships can be a little bit more forgiving because it's you don't always talk to each other about everything necessarily. But yeah. in relationships, it's definitely difficult because communication is super important. And when you're pushing people away, it's really difficult to communicate. <laughs> so I've definitely had my fair share of times where that was an issue for me. And I ran into a problem. I was like, oh, crud, I need to stop doing that because it's not healthy. Yeah, my, yeah, I, I mean, as your brother, I can, that you've definitely done it to me as well. Like, that's definitely something. Mine is I'm a big overthinker. And like, whenever I get like super anxious about a certain thing, Normally, I tend to overthink, and I feel like it definitely leads to more fights and arguments. I want to be happy because I'm overthinking stupid stuff. So, like overthinking is something that I've I had like I've worked on my my entire life. Like I just overthink everything. I think of like fifty different possibilities that could happen, or I read a text message the wrong way when it shouldn't be read that way because it's just like a regular text message. Yeah, like, overthinking is definitely mine. Like that's. And honestly, you're not alone with that. So many people struggle with overthinking. It is such a big thing. Like everybody feels it in some capacity. Definitely people feel it more than others. And that's where it becomes like their largest flaw. Like Uh I've definitely experienced overthinking. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a flaw of mine in a relationship just because I have gotten really good at getting past that just because that's easier for me than like like not pushing myself away. But that also comes with everyone has their own personal struggles and whatnot. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. What do you think is the most important thing in a relationship? Oh, the most important thing in a relationship? Yeah. Um, communication. And that just that goes for any relationship that you have in your life is communication. Like yeah. if you, if you don't have communication, then your relationship is bound to fail. Like it's going to fail. Like you have to be able to talk to the other person, not about what just what's going on, just about anything in your life. Good things, bad things. Like happy things, sad things, things that make you angry. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to talk to the, to your person, or like why have them be your person? Right, they're I there to help you. That was one hundred percent my answer. Communication. I kind of just touched on it a second ago. Communication is so incredibly important in all aspects of your life, but definitely in relationships. Just communicating how you're feeling, like Kyle said, like. Getting it out is always important. I, t- I stress that on my podcast is talking about the negative things is just as important as talking about the good things, but also just sharing those little moments and little victories is part of the appeal for most people getting to share your life with somebody. And if you're not choosing to communicate, whether in a positive or negative light, it will severely affect not only the progress of your relationship, but honestly, just you and internally how you're feeling, you will feel so much heavier if you're not getting that stuff out. So communication man 
Who knew? Communication is key. That's the that's the saying. 100%. That's the old saying that's beat like a dead horse. Oh yeah. Okay, so our next question is slightly controversial, but oh. whatever. Controversial, okay. We'll be okay. So our next question is, what do you define as cheating? What do I define as cheating? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to perhaps, I'm going to start with this. Like, and just, like, it's someone of, like, whatever gender that you like. Like, that. there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, having a friend that's a female or a guy or whatever, like, it doesn't matter. That should be irrelevant. Like, you should be able to have a friend under the same gender that you that you like a hundred percent and that like for me i'm i'm a straight male so i should be able to have female friends like that's not cheating oh my cheating god is when you start to uh when it starts to go up like flirting um flirting i consider cheating like and, and obviously more like physical stuff to consider cheating as well right right and we just talked about something that's super important super important in a relationship is communication. But mm-hmm. something that I would say falls right under that is trust. And that kind of goes into that yeah. is you want to be with somebody that you can trust. And if you don't trust them, it will affect your relationship. But also you need to be honest enough that they feel like they can trust you. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with having friends of the opposite gender or friends of people that you are like the gender that you're attracted to, whatever Whatever the case may be, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like you said, when you take it to the next level, that people might start having issues. Yeah, and, like, there's nothing... And with that being said, like, there's still nothing wrong with jealousy. Like, it's bound to happen. Like, yeah, 100%. It's, it's bound to happen. Everyone's going to feel jealous. And if you tell... You're probably lying. And you're just denying it. Like, everyone gets jealous about somebody in their significant other's lives. No, yeah. Normally, naturally. It just and that all, that all boils down back to communication. Because if yeah. you... Jealousy is a completely normal emotion that we all feel, even outside of relationships. We feel jealousy. It just happens. But if you have that open and honest communication, it won't become an issue. It'll just be a conversation. Exactly. And that's like, yeah, communication. Once you talk about that jealousy with that, uh, it will go hand in hand. But back on the whole cheating thing, there's nothing wrong with having a friend of whatever gender that you like. That's just kind of how it goes. And I feel like now stress enough like i feel like you're not really allowed to per se like people get super weird about it now and i want you to know if you're listening to this and you and your partner are fighting about it there's nothing wrong with it and there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. again barring certain certain circumstances if like you are flirting with them and your partner realizes it that's kind of on you but uh yeah you should be allowed to have friends of whatever gender that you want doesn't matter it's irrelevant I think um, my kind of rule of thumb with cheating is I think that anything that you feel the need to hide from your partner for Mm -hmm. whatever reason, if you feel the need to hide it from the person that you are supposed to be communicating with and be honest with, you feel the need to excessively hide it from them. It's not necessarily cheating, but it is wrong. If that makes sense. So it might not fall under the category of what most people would consider cheating, but it is definitely wrong. If no, you I agree. need to hide it from your partner, it's just not worth whatever it is, no. unless you don't feel value in that relationship, in which case then maybe it is worth it to you. But if you genuinely value the relationship you're in and you want it to be long term, I think that if it's worth, if you're, if you think your relationship's worth it, it's not worth hiding. Yeah. And with that being said, though, like, let's say you do have a friend and maybe they're more into you than you actually think they are and your partner expresses that to you. Like, 
like you also have to know that sometimes your your partner will feel uncomfortable as well. Yeah, and like again, a communication like it doesn't mean you have to drop the person, but be more mindful of stuff that you do, 100%. just so you make more people comfortable. A hundred percent. Yeah, their feelings are are valid, and while sometimes, like like Kyle said, you are totally justified in having friends and living your own life, but you also are committed to a person, and you have to understand that their emotions and their feelings are valid. And you have to sometimes be accommodating and just be a little bit more mindful so that way they feel comfort as well. Like, coming from a guy who overthinks a lot, like, when I'm in a relationship, most guys will probably back me up on this. Like, we can see when another guy or another whatever, another girl, like, we can tell. Yeah. And and where you you more have, like, the, the blinders on. Like, for me, like, um, it's another guy, like, someone that I'm with. Like, I, I normally tell. Like, I can see it. But you have blinders on because they're your friend. And so, like, normally, like, it obviously it makes me jealous and uncomfortable. But instead of just hiding it, you have to talk to them. Because they don't know how you're feeling. They can't read your mind. So yeah. you have to be able to express that to them. And there's nothing wrong with feeling jealous. And then you guys can talk about it and be like, look, like, I don't want you to stop being friends with them. I just want you to know that, like, it does make me uncomfortable. And there's nothing wrong with that. 100%. And that goes for girls, too, that I've been in situations where I thought maybe one of my friends or another girl may have feelings or be a little too close for comfort. And I was able to express that jealousy. I can say it. It's not a bad word. I, I was able to express the jealousy I was feeling. And it became less of an issue when I was reassured that there really was nothing going on. Exactly. And that's all you can do as the partner in that situation is just reassure. Like, just be like, look, like, there's... You know, like, I'm with you. I'm not with them. Like, just reassure them. I've, we're talking on the other side. Like, obviously, I've had to reassure people as well. Yeah. Like, I'm not with them. I'm with you. Like, I want to be with you. If I didn't want to be with you, I wouldn't. Like, stuff like that. Like, it's just nice to hear. Mm-hmm. It's always and it nice to really hear. Long. And it really matters. Like, it does. Yeah. Okay. Next question. So, this one kind of hits home a little bit for me. So, as you guys know, I'm going to college soon. And while I'm not going to be super long distance, I am going to be long distance. So my question to you, Kyle, is do you think long distance is possible? Do I think long distance is possible? I think obviously there's like different kinds of long distance. Like some people have never met in person. And I think it also just depends on like who you are as a person. So like for me, I don't think I could do it like, like just talk over the, like never meet the person in real life ever and have that. But some people are different than I am. Like Mm -hmm. they're able to do that. And I've never been able to do that. Long distance is definitely tough, but it also depends on how far you go. Like, I'm, like, three hours away from, like, home. Uh, so, it's, like, if I get in a relationship with somebody at home, it's hard to be in that relationship. And so, it re- and, like, for me, for me personally, it's tough. It's difficult. And being with somebody a lot. Like, I like spending personal time, like, face-to-face connection. Yeah, for sure. And, and I that I think that anything is possible I think that's Uh anything is possible like how said it is very situational and depends on who you are as a person but if you care enough about somebody and you really both want to make it work you will make it work I think it just takes for you to look in the mirror and be like do you think I can do this can I do this yeah and if you can then then you I believe in you then you can but if you don't if you generally think that you can't like don't do don't put yourself and the partner that you're with through it because it won't yeah if you don't think you can do it i mean that there's no, there's no hurt trying if you're not sure there's no hurt trying but like also know that like it's okay if you're not if you can't do it because i know i can yeah for sure for sure 
Okay, we have one more question. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Okay. How long do you do you wait before you should call or message them back? Oh, like after first the- day. Like I've heard three days. I've heard a couple hours. What is the appropriate time you should wait before you call them slash message them for the first time? So like normally after me, like after I'm I'm I, I text me like oh yeah I like, had such a good time because like the whole waiting thing like is the playing hard to get thing. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really see the value in playing hard to get. Normally, I just like, like I like you, like I want to be, like I want to hang out with you again, like I want to go on another date with you. So, like, what's the point of doing the hard to get thing when we both know that I'm not hard to get, and I and I want to be yeah. on another date with you? What's the point in playing hard to get? Yeah, so, like, like for me, like I will text him right yeah. after, like, oh man, I had such a good time, or not right after, maybe like ten minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, depending on like for driving or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, like I had such a good time. Like, thank you. We should do it again. Like, there's no. Once again, you walk away from each other. Like, I had such a good time. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no shame in showing you care either. Like, yeah. Some people enjoy the hard to get game, and that's totally their prerogative. Like, if that's what they like, that's awesome. But there is no shame in showing that you had a good time and showing that you want to meet them again soon. And honestly, just showing that you care. Like, that's a a big thing. Is like people want to, like you said, play hard to get. But honestly, most people. I would say nowadays, and like obviously I can't speak for everybody, but I've heard quite a few people say that hard to get is just exhausting. Like you, you just want to know, you know what I mean? You just want to get to it and figure out if they like you and if you like them and if you're compatible and if it's going to work. And plus like, um, it really depends on how you flirt too. Like mm. me, like I'm more of a confident, confident person. So for me, if I waited a few days, it would make me seem not confident when okay. I'm, when I'm, and when I'm very confident, that's who oh. I am. That's how I flirt. I'm very confident. Right. So, like, for me, playing hard to get wouldn't really make a lot of sense. Right. So it's really just about how you flirt. If you flirt immediately playing hard to get, then, yeah, then you could wait a few days. And then if they reach out to you, then be like, this is what I was hoping for because that means that they really like me. Yeah. It's just it's just really dependent on how you flirt and the kind of person you are. I mean, a lot of situations with the relationships are all just situations. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I normally just go right away. I don't know about you, but not right away. Maybe, like, 30 minutes max, so. I'm usually never the person to text back first because I have severe anxiety about that. But I was just curious what your answer was because I yeah. know that's a big gag nowadays of the whole waiting game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was curious what your answer was. Yeah, that, that is, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's definitely gone around. And, like, it's definitely, I feel like it's another polarizing question. Like, some people will tell you, like, a week, and then some people will tell you the why not just wait right away. I don't understand. Yep. So that's another polarizing one. You got some good questions tonight. Thanks. Well, thank you so much to Kyle for joining me today and chatting about relationships. And, I mean, you're my brother, so I did kind of force you to be here. But <laughs> we still appreciate your presence. Yeah, of course. It was fun. And uh, I didn't read any of the questions that you sent me. So I, I heard the questions just as you guys heard the questions. For the first time. <laughs> Those are honest, raw answers. Honest, raw answers from Kyle. <laughs> All right. So we're going to end today's episode with a high, low. I can give mine. And then Kyle, if you want to give one as well, that is. Yeah. It yeah, you go first. I need to think. Okay. So my high, low for today, I'm going to say my low is that I kind of have a headache, which is not always ideal, but my high for today is definitely that I got to record a podcast with my wonderful brother and we got to talk about some good stuff. Definitely go check out his podcast, Galaxy Brain. He talks about a bunch of stuff on there. If he wants to get more into detail on that, he's more than welcome to. But that was my high for today. Kyle, on to you.
All right. I feel like my low for today was I had to take my first exam. It went well, but, like, I don't, I don't like taking exams. I mean, it's just exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but my high is in, like, probably uh, 30 minutes to an hour, I'm going to go play some basketball. And that always uh, – that always I love playing basketball. It's like my thing. So it really helps to de-stress. And I, I – so I'm going to play basketball soon since you took my uh, – my answer recording podcast we can't do the same one so oh yeah i'll, I'll go with my my basketball and he I'll... knows how this game works he's a pro at it he heard it before the podcast yeah. did oh yeah, no problem <laughs> oh, okay all right thank you so much kyle for joining of course. Me. Thank you. Thank yeah you thank guys. you for having me yeah of course thank you guys for tuning in i hope that you enjoyed our little 25 minute rant um this is i think for day five of the Ooh. keep it colorful 12 days of christmas and if you're watching if you're listening to this one first why don't you listen to the other ones go back and you got to catch up you got to listen to the other days before the other four they're super yeah. good they, yeah. totally, they totally connect like all of them definitely connect so you oh. have to go back and listen to them definitely they definitely they definitely do I'm not just recording random podcasts. And, and while you're back listening to those why don't you just type in the search bar just go to galaxy brain on Spotify, Apple Music, all the same platforms that this po- wonderful podcast is on. Just listen to those too, because those yeah, all the, all of the all of our podcasts totally connect. Yeah, so, while well, there, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have sports ones, just non-sports ones, whatever you feel like listening to. Just yeah, go go give it. A- <laughs> Alrighty, well, we're gonna log off. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Make sure to tune in for the next few days i can't do math i think it's seven days (laughs) and also go check check out the youtube channel so you can watch all the vlogmas episodes leading up till christmas happy holidays we love you and we'll see you guys somewhere else on the internet peace (laughs) i forgot to say it (laughs) oh okay i think that worked hopefully all right well well let me know how it goes all right bro thank you yeah of course i'm probably going to go play basketball around like 5 5 30 Okay, well, whenever you get back, we can hop on if you want. I'm going to be recording podcasts until then because I have 12 days worth I need to get done. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're good. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know, though. All right, bro. All right, peace out, kid. Bye.